0: It's a parent's worst nightmare, having your child taken away from you, sending your child to school, but he doesn't return. And you find out that you've been deemed an unfit parent and you can't see them again. Now imagine this happening to you while you're abroad, in a country where you don't speak the language or understand the systems and the processes. And as you try and fight this bureaucracy, your child is getting older by the day apart from you. That's the story of the Rani Mukherjee starrer, Mrs. Chattery vs. Norway, that just released globally this weekend on Friday. But it's not a work of fiction. The film is based on a true story that took place a decade ago. But the film has yet again put the spotlight on the invasive child protection policies of Western countries. Mrs. Chatterjee vs. Norway focuses on the diplomatic row that broke up between India and Norway in 2011. It sheds light on cases where Indian parents lose custody of their children over possible cultural differences in their upbringing, in their parenting. The movie also has parallels to another ongoing dispute involving another Indian child stuck in Germany. This Bollywood film is based on the struggle of Sagarika Chakravarti. She an Indian, or was an Indian immigrant mother then in Norway, whose children were forcibly removed from her home and her custody and put into foster care by the Norwegian authorities. And today we are honoured to have on We The People, the real-life heroine of this film, Sagarika Chakravarti, who was ill-fated to get caught up in an Orwellian nightmare, uh, Sagrika, thank you so much. You said that you have been doing two things, you have been doing two things, you have been doing a warning that you were left wondering what wo happened, and at that time you were breastfeeding your younger child. When this uh, film was released, you obviously went for the premiere. Jab aapne dekha, when you saw this whole thing playing out again on the big screen, mm-hmm. what was going through your mind? Actually,
1: when I फिल्म the film, I ऐसे लग रहा था कि past life, जो मेरा past life, because my emotions, the I have like a lot of emotions. When I was in emotions situation, I जो in a situation where I was in a situation where I was in यादें situation where I was in a situation so, वही सिचुएशन मेरे मेरे से भी मैंने मैंने भी वही किया था जब बिना कुछ that के बाद ही उन्होंने बच्चे that I छीन गई थी तो उन्होंने मतलब जब बच्चे लेके जब कार में तुरंत to गई थी मैंने I पीछे मैंने इतना मतलब बच्चे को लेने के लिए इतना मतलब जोर-जोर to चिल्ला रही थी मतलब have them, so to tell so so, you know that uh, that I was completely crazy. And that situation they in the movie. And interestingly,
0: what everyone was you, and what you were saying, Out of depression, fear, frustration, hmm. I can imagine. Your children hmm. have been taken away from you. Hmm. That was only used against you? Actually,
1: what happens? The normal thing uh, is uh, actually, I am a mother. To be वो तो नॉर्मल फीलिंग्स हैं सोच लीजिए कोई नॉर्मल मदर से बच्चे जब किसी का भी एक एनिमल से भी बच्चे ले लेंगे तो वो क्या करते हैं उसको मत मतलब उसके पीछे मतलब बहुत मतलब लोग मतलब वो पागल हो जाते हैं वैसे मेरे भी वही इमोशन था मैं मुझे मुझसे भी जब बच्चे छीन ले थी मैंने सोचा था कि इसको मैंने काट एक एक आए, so your motherly instinct basically kicked
0: in, but yes. at one point of time you were in court and someone told you that you won't see your children till they're 18 and then you became hysterical, you broke down. Yes. And that the authorities also said that was a proof to show that you're an unfit mother you don't have control over yourself and the kids are in danger
1: first of all un- unfit is the one of, one of kind of a uh, word that's just like a controversial you mm-hmm.
0: know unfit can we first say as mothers we are all unfit nobody <laughs> is perfect we have all messed up at some point of time yes
1: तो अनफिट वो बोलेंगे मैं अनफिट हो जाऊंगी और सबसे बड़ी बात है एक चीज आपको बोलती हूं जो अनफिट मादर होता है तो वो कोई कंप्यूटर एप्लीकेशन में मास्टर डिग्री कर लेते हैं वो कहीं कभी मास्टर्स इन बिजनेस एडमिनिस्ट्रेशन कर लेते हैं कोई सॉफ्टवेयर इंजीनियर बनता है कोई बुक लिखते हैं तो सबसे बड़ी है मैंने जो बुक लिखा है उसका नाम ऑफ मदर उसके तो वही मैं बोलूंगी मैं अनफिट हूं उसके वजह से मैं मान लेती हूं मैं पागल हूं हो गई मैं अनफिट हूं तो एक अनफिट मदर ये सब चीज कर लेते हैं पहले ये बात मुझे क्वेश्चन मैं, मैं करती हूं जो नॉर्वेजियन एंबेसडर है मैं उसको ये क्वेश्चन बोलती हूं कि आपने जो फेक एलिगेशन मेरे में डाले हो मैं I have a question about this. That you have told me that I have a unfit mother. I have a question about this. This is a very
0: question. But uh, some of the uh, basically the issue now you were in court, when you have to court, hmm. aap, the hmm. authorities they raised these issues that you the Norwegian ambassador that it wasn't because of hand-feeding, which we do in India, mein karte hai, mm-hmm. it wasn't because you were sleeping with the kids. But mm-hmm. in court, they, they said that you are smothering smother because you sleep with a child with 6 months, which is normal in India, but it's not accepted abroad because it's considered unsafe. Is, was, those, was those cultural differences the issues in your case? Cultural
1: difference, to, people are thinking that cultural difference. Yes, there is cultural difference. But there is one thing, is that सबसे बड़ा चीज मैं आज खुलासा करके बोलना चाहती हूँ, ये लोग फेक इम्प्लॉयमेंट बनाता है, जो फॉस्टर फैमिली है, उसको बहुत ज़्यादा पैसे मिलता है हर बच्चे के लिए, और ये फेक इम्प्लॉयमेंट के लिए गवर्नमेंट ये चाइल्ड किडनैपिंग उनका बिज़नेस है, और ये लोग क्या करते ह और वो सोचता है कि जितने सारे बच्चे हैं वो मामी पापा के पास रहेंगे तो उनके हिसाब से वो पला बड़ा होंगे हुँ. तो इसीलिए उनको पहले से ही मम्मी, मम्मी पापा से अलग कर देते हैं तो उनका जो वोटिंग सिस्टम है मतलब कि पूरा जो यंग जनरेशन है उसको पूरा मतलब खत्म कर देता है कि मामी पापा के साथ कोई आ, मतलब आ, कोई रिश्� <coughs> young generation young generation maximum drug addicted hai aur young generation norwegian foster family foster care asylum jaisi
0: hai there will be problems in those in those systems too? Yes. But you know, Sagrika is not alone. There are other Indian families and there's one other Indian family particularly right now suffering the same torturous nightmare. They've been torn apart from their daughter when she was a few months old and this was again on dubious grounds. We have Bhavesh and Dhara Shah joining us. Sagrika was finally united with her kids after about two years. The Shahs have been away from their daughter for 18 months now. She's in foster care. This little girl we are told now, she's older so she started speaking but uh, Dhara, you have
2: till now managed to hear her call you mom or no? Yes, we that we India to Last May recently, 7th March ko mil, mil ke aai and she was saying, May us ko boli abariya ghar jayegi na, jab time khatam honne ka. Bolti nahi, mein mamma papa ke saath jahongi. 19 months, tab se wo foster care mein hai, humme wo hardly 20-24 ghanta mein li
0: hai. You get to see her twice a month?
2: Yes, initially once a month, one hour, from December 2022, oh. twice a month, one hour each. ज्यादा भी नहीं बढ़ा रहे क्योंकि बोलके कि बच्ची जब पेरेंट्स से मिलती है ना तो बहुत एक्साइटेड हो जाती है बहुत खुश हो जाती है तो बहुत थक जाती है hmm. तो अगर वो ज्यादा मिलेगी ना तो बच्चे को ट्रॉमा हो जाएगा hmm. माँबाप से मिलने में बच्चे को ट्रॉमा हो जाएगा सो इट मींस अगर आप बच्चे को रहे हो तो और ज्यादा to हो जाएगा hmm. जब बात ही को Indian, तो तो mm-hmm. And you were breastfeeding at the point
0: of time when they yes. take, she was taken away from you. So what happens on that front? Because every child has a right to be breastfed, to breast What happened Child rights be
2: good सबसे पहले यही चाइल्ड लाइट फॉलो नहीं करती यह चाइल्ड का राय थे मदर मिल्क पे बच्चे डजंट केयर वो हमें ब्रेस्ट मिल्क पंप करके भी देना अलाउ नहीं करते हमें छोड़ो बच्चे के लिए कर रहे तो वो बच्चे पे क्या बीतेगी जब वो टोटली ब्रेस्ट मिल्क पे जो बच्चा है आप उसको ऐसे खींच के लेके जा रहे उसकी फैमिली मदर उसके मिल्क से what happens in children? do it.
0: I just want to quickly let our viewers know what the background is of your story. Three-year-old three Ariha is, two has old. now been...
3: Two-year-old. Two
0: Two-year-old Ariha, sorry. I <coughs> beg your pardon, has now been in German custody for 18 months. Uh, you had taken your child to a hospital, to a local hospital, for a checkup after blood was discovered in her diaper. And like all parents, you took her to the hospital and then that's where child services took her away. They then accused you all of uh, sexual abuse or this child was sexually abused at home, they claimed. That investigation has... Ended. They've dropped yeah. those charges. Is that confirmed? They dropped yeah. those charges against you. Yeah, they you?
3: dropped the charges on February twenty uh, fourth, February twenty twenty two. So, so yeah. that's been. Then dropped why almost is your child
0: year. not yet been returned? Hamid. So
3: the um, so they uh, after after these charges were dropped, they asked us to go through the psychological assessment, and that's already been done. And now they are saying that like now they are saying that like like her mental state is not fine so we want her to go to the psychiatric assessment and stuff when the psycho uh, psychologist itself she is saying that like there is no reason for her to go to the uh, like psychiatric assessment but still they uh, they are dragging the case by that or uh, <clears throat> I would like to point two different things. So, like, first of all, we were not provided with any medical documents properly to uh, uh, to, to properly defend anything. That there should be a proper medical proper documents mm. through which we can we can defend anything. After like uh, burging them from one year, we got the medical documents and then we tried figuring out from the from international doctors and all stuff. And then we got and we have created a very strong document which, which we have already submitted. But still, they are dragging in each and every Why manner. Why do they you j- think
0: they're dragging? Uh,
3: exactly um they want to drag the case so that the child is alienated from the parents. So in the end, the child will say that like, I don't I don't So because, is that
0: the system? There's a clause that says that because of continuity in the interest of the child, the child can stay with the foster. Is that what you fear?
3: Yes, yes. So what happens, uh, uh, the longer the, uh, the child stays away from the parents, though. with mm. bind the With the same culture, same language mm. and stuff. So as Dara said, like, now they are saying that like a uh, child doesn't speak English uh, sorry any Indian language and she only speaks uh, German so India problem. So, that's what they are trying so the longer it the takes the
0: system is stacked against you but what what do how does this work let's say the parents are not available but there are grandparents there's other family that's alive do they not have first dibs and I just want to clarify this is an Indian citizen with an Indian, mm-hmm. Indian yes. passport yes. you did not take up German citizenship although yes. no. she was no. born in Germany hmm. yes hmm. So, there, is, there are extended families,
2: our relatives, our, uh, people from Jain community, Gujati community, Punjabi community, and South Indian community. So, from all over India, there are people ready to foster. In Germany. Her, in Germany, as well as in India. Okay. So, this is the reason that they don't want that baby should alienate only from the parents. On, they also want that baby should be alienated from Indian culture, language, uh, our Sanskriti, from everything. Because now can say doesn't know Indian culture hai, Indian language. She's better
0: off in Germany. She's yeah. better off. Suranya so Iyer is a lawyer and activist. She's been helping with such families pro bono for over a decade now. Suranya, so you run an online portal that documents abuse of uh, uh, state-run agencies against uh, abuse parents. Abuse of children, Um, How serious
4: is this issue? I want to ask you, is this a one-off? Are these both parents a one-off? It's a very serious issue and we desperately need to have a policy on it from the government. After Sagarika's case, I've been contacted over the years by scores of parents. I get calls every month from desperate parents. And every time it's the same story. Uh, The uh, child has been taken away. Uh, Usually they're a young couple with no one. They've just come within the last couple of years to the foreign country. Uh, They don't know the language, even in English-speaking countries. uh, They're not very fluent in English. Um, And, um, you know, even though I've been writing about it and uh, going to the government about it, because unless the government (laughs) steps in, it's impossible to have these children brought back um it's been now been 11 years since sagarika's case and there's just no there's no commitment to this issue there's no seriousness the mea does not uh, seem to see this as uh, you know its problem it's just not doing enough to defend no, but is it our a citizens clash abroad of
0: cultures is it uh, that pits Indian parents specifically against these Western no, so child wh- what agencies? Is it? No. Is it? No. No. no immigrants? No. Is it? No. What about white? Are they Norwegians? No. It goes.
4: No. They do. The system goes after. It, it goes after everyone except the elite. So you, you, will have, uh, you will have native white uh, Christian families also being attacked. But typically they would be on welfare. They wouldn't be very you know, wealthy. They wouldn't be very highly educated or connected. So poverty so, is
0: used as an excuse? No, or, you so know, what, you're, as, see,
4: what you're looking at is, a, is an overzealous uh, system which is a bully and which has all the wrong incentives for taking away children. And it also has a really uh, you know, wrong basis for deciding whether children have to be taken away or not. And there's no effective regulation from the judiciary on this state agency. So it's actually a very classic case of a government bureaucracy that is out of control. That's really all it is, and so where it goes is it goes against <coughs> people that are the you know least able to fight back and this is how immigrants get get caught up, so there is a lot of you know discrimination and bad attitudes because you know the, all of these are run all of these care workers and social workers they're people who've probably never traveled out of the province where they live, let alone you know come to a colored country they have absolutely no awareness of anything, and they are taught a very rigid doctrine about how you know uh, traditional families are oppressive how the male dominates and is and is violent and uh, you know and and then that violence so keeps transmitting from the mother to the child and so with all of this insularity, these racist attitudes and this very, very suspicious attitude towards a parent. Uh, You come in there and you're an immigrant or you have any other difference from the mainstream, you become extremely vulnerable to the system. And uh, that's what you're seeing. So again, I want to ask you this whole cultural differences, right, in parenting. You have
0: that book Bringing Our Baby by Pamela Druckerman, which is a lovely laugh. I mean, it's a humorous book which talks about an American mother being in Paris writing about how there are cultural differences. This is obviously much more serious because you have children taken away from parents based on that. Is that what this is about?
4: Because self is... No, like I said, it's not just that. Okay, first I want to like make it very clear... To everyone in Norway and hello to all my friends and colleagues in Norway who have been so excited about this film and some of them have even flown here to watch the film. The film is sold out in Oslo four days before it was released and I keep getting calls from Norwegians asking me to tell the distributor to have it shown in their city. Okay, So obviously there is an issue here that's why there's so much interest even from Norwegians for the film and what we have to understand is that child services will use whatever it can against you. If you happen to be an immigrant you don't know the language and your ways of your demeanor is very different from the mainstream, that is also used against you. But, you know, there are other things. If, if you're a single mother with no family to help you out and you're white, that will be used against you. So what I'm saying is that what we are fundamentally looking at is that power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. This is a this is a bureaucracy that's out of control and it's attacking anyone whom whom they can peg something on. It's just much more believable in the system for someone who's never encountered foreign cultures to believe bad things about Mm -hmm. these people and you know and and we have the documents in Sagarika's case I'm happy to read to you it says that Abhigyan doesn't have a bed it says that the whole environment in the in the home around meal times looks like force feeding, and that she's always putting food into his mouth. And you know, and and then they say, then you know, the report goes on. Now that he's in foster care, he's eating on his own and he's sleeping in his own bed. So I don't know how the Norwegian ambassador can write in our paper saying that these were not the reasons. Mm. This is what the documents say. And. If he's not misleading the Indian public, it means that like all runaway bureaucracies, his officials are not telling him the truth about what this case was about. But I have a grudge against you as well, Sarah, because why is it that we are allowing the Norwegian authorities to frame this issue? We are now 10 years from the point when Sagarika has got her children back. Mm. She has proven herself. She has not been a dangerous mother. The children are doing well. She's proven herself not to be stable. Right, so we'll why, get- No, one second. So why are we talking about what the Norwegian said about her 10 years ago? The question is, how are you going to justify your decision to permanently separate this mother and children when she's been so great for them? That's the question that we should be asking. And we'll have uh, the director of the film
0: also come in to respond to those uh, charges made by the Norwegian ambassador. But so far, I have uh, Heidi Keller joining us. She's a professor of psychology at the University of Osnabrück in Germany. She's also the author of uh, The Myth of Attachment. She's uh, the book, The Myth of Attachment Theory. Professor Keller, thank you. You wrote an evaluation against the psychological assessment of uh, Mrs. Shah over here. And I know you can't talk about this publicly. A lot of it is confidential. The trial is pending. Um, But could you tell us a little bit about how the system is stacked up against uh, immigrants especially?
5: Yeah, it it is a repeating case, I'm afraid to say. So there are many families and uh, single mothers uh, who come into contact with the administration and before they can even count to two their children are taken away from them and uh, it's an absolutely unbearable situation because it is uh, mistaken in many respects it's a bad science that declares a particular style of parenting as universally valid as and as the best for The children in all the world, which obviously Mm. is not the case because there are many different parenting cultures and parenting needs to be adapted to the particular. Um, social and also physical environment. And the environment of a German middle-class family is different from many uh, other families living throughout the, cope, uh, the globe. And there are many different perspectives on child-rearing. There is not one best way. Mm, mm. But so the other there are point,
0: inbuilt asuranya touched upon there are inbuilt biases stereotypes cul- the ignorance Absolutely. about cultural assessment and parenting Absolutely. like you're saying differs in different countries so in uh, in uh, shagrika's case at one point she was accused of smothering the kids like basically what giving them or sleeping with them always holding them hugging them being overtly physical which may not be uh, you know accept may be considered like smothering in another country but not in the country that she's from
5: Yeah, see, they are ignoring cultural realities uh, completely and but it's not that uh, deficit in their knowledge it's also I mean it's it's cruelty it's inhumane in many respects I cannot believe what I'm reading it's uh, I in many of these evaluations I have read complete false accusations false interpretations and since you were mentioning uh, the unstable uh, state that is something that I very often also read in these evaluations and and this is ridiculous i mean also the mind is not working uniformly across different cultures there are analytical strategies and there are holistic strategies mm. and holistic strategies which are for instance prominent in southeast asia there there is a more global understanding a more holistic understanding of what is going on, whereas here in German middle class environment, it is more an analytic strategy, being consistent and always saying the same thing. We have
0: to understand that there may not be one parenting (coughs) doctrine that is best served for all (coughs) children of all families from all parts in different countries. I want to just bring yeah. in Ashima Chibbert joins us. Uh, she's, uh, the, uh, she's the director of Mrs. Chatterjee versus No Way. Uh, Ashima, thank you so much. A difficult, gut-wrenching subject. How did you come across this? Why did you decide that you want to make a film on it? It's been a decade. And how did you arrive at objectivity? I think all filmmakers want to go into this into any project saying, you know, we want to be objective. How do you aim for objectivity? How do you like deal with it as a woman yourself?
6: Um, you cannot be objective. You know, when, when children are involved, there are always emotions involved. And when I set out, when I heard the story for the first time, I, I thought maybe I had not heard it correctly because I knew what had happened in the news. And when it came to me as a film and I thought, because I believed so strongly in the subject... Uh, of And when I started reading and doing research, I realized I could I could understand what was going on, what kind of a society were the Norwegian or the Nordic people trying to create by taking away the children from the parents, which also means taking away the children from their grandparents, from their culture, from their language, from their music, from their books, from their everything. And picking them out and putting them in something alien and calling it in the best interest of the child. I could understand this concept of what is best interest of the child because and none who of it. These... Exactly.
0: Ashma, Ashma, we're going to be out of time, so I just want to ask you this. A Norway's ambassador has written in an, an op ed in an Indian newspaper complaining that the movie paints Norway's child welfare service negatively. Your response <coughs> to this?
6: the film shows what the mother went through at the hands of the child protective services in Norway, you know, instead of uh, criticizing the film, they should take a look internally, you know, that why is it that a, a film of this power has come out because there's a story there. All right. Someone has been wronged. I mean, the mother was without her children for 610 days all right
0: and
2: are, are they talking... saying
6: that all the people who were fighting in India for uh, Sagarika, uh, brinda karaj Sushma Swaraj, they don't know <laughs> whether it was, she was right righted or wrong? I'm, I'm
0: completely out of time. Dharajji, I'm just giving you 30 seconds. What do you want to say to our government, to our audience? Anything you'd like to say right now? I
2: just want to say this. We're the government. We're seeing Sagarika's children come back. I am educated, I have done M.B. in finance, I, have, I was working with IDBI bank, so I am not at all mentally unfit. We and have closed the case. Close kar diya. So there is nothing against us, There's the reason I am sitting here, otherwise I will be in jail. So yes. they don't have anything against us, they are just dragging the days and they don't want to return the day. But I will fight like a Sagarika and I will get my child back. And, and I request Indian government, please, ke lao, please. Please, Arya, that
0: she's an Indian citizen. She's an Indian citizen, she must come home, says the family here. I think we can all agree that one must support the right of a child to its mother, the first carer, the first protector. We have to place a value on the bond between a parent and a child and removing a child from the parent should be the last resort and not, as it sounds like in these cases, the first resort and then you figure things out. You figure things out, the last resort really could only forever i mean be those uh, be that when there are cases that require it thank you all for joining us on we the people tonight